The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the best Welcome to the Voice. This is of Search Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we'll be discussing is Bing actually underestimated? Joining us today is Jordan Cooney, who is an SEO strategist and advisor for search metrics. And this podcast is also sponsored by Hrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Hrefs just launched Hrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash a w t all right on with the show here's my conversation with jordan cooney seo strategist and advisor at search metrics jordan welcome to the voices of search podcast ben you seem really tired today buddy jordan it's been a busy couple of weeks there's a lot going on in the seo landscape between core web vitals and mobile indexing. And we thought there was an algorithm change. Lots of things happening. Yeah. It's been busy, no doubt. I know. And we've got a really interesting topic to cover today. Something that I'm sure is on the forefront of every SEO's mind. I think you meant in the back of their mind, right, Ben? Well, Jordan, here's what (laughs) we're going to talk about today. Are you ready? I'm ready, Ben. (laughs) Somebody asked me, you know, what's the key to SEO? And I start thinking about content strategies. I start thinking about reputation, link building. I start thinking about, you know, technical SEO. And they actually meant, what are the big channels of SEO you should focus on? And I was like, well, there's Google and... And Google, right? And that's it, right? If you're in China, if you're in Russia, maybe you got a a different player. And they're like, well, what about Bing? Bing. And I I actually, I wanted, yeah, Bing, Microsoft. (laughs) There's another search competitor out there. So I wanted to ask you the question they asked me, hey, isn't Bing underestimated? Well, you know, Ben, I mean, Bing is the second largest search engine in the United States and in a variety of other markets as well. But, you know, it's not a very close second place. Let's put it that way. 
I actually, I'm looking at a, uh, can't speak to the credibility of this website, but it's gsstatcounter.com slash search dash engine dash market dash share. And it's a, a great URL structure. Uh, stat, yeah. You like that? <laughs> and it basically is giving us the market share of all the different search engines. And it says that over the last year and currently Google has a share of the search engine landscape of 92.05%. And Bing is second. Can you guess what their search share is? Probably around 2%. 2.69% followed by Yahoo, Baidu, Yandex, and then DuckDuckGo. I actually thought DuckDuckGo would be bigger, but it's 0.64% of search. Very small. Now, look, that's important to think about. Bing is small. It's relative to Google, right? It's a 2% as opposed to a 92%. But search is very large. So how big of an opportunity does Bing actually present to marketers? And is it something that they should be prioritizing? Yeah, that's a good question. Just to end cap the competition perspective, it's not a very close competition when you look at it from a search perspective. And I think that both from a technical component as well as an experience component, Bing just lacks many of the connection points that help Google have such a stronghold on the market. But to your question, Ben, should marketers be focused on Bing? The answer there is actually a little bit different. It depends. For some businesses, there is a very vibrant and productive audience that you can capture that is in Bing. And there are a lot of really good plays that can take place there, whether it be in B2B businesses or you know more traditional businesses. There, I have seen Bing advertising actually perform quite well, not just the paid, but also the organic. Yeah, you know, I will add another filter on this. I was looking at worldwide stats according to GS dot stat counter dot com slash search engine dash anyway i don't have to read the whole url again but that was worldwide stats google owns 92 percent of the search market and bing owns two percent but when i filter down by the united states google owns 88 percent of the market and bing owns a whopping can you guess eight percent 6.15 ah. uh and duckduckgo is 2.44 so that's kind of what i expected it to be on the worldwide stats i guess duckduckgo is only in the united states but the moral of the story here, if you're a U.S. market and you're starting to think about what are ways you can do channel expansion, you're looking at six percentage points of the market in a search competitor. So how do you evaluate whether that's worth focusing on or not? There's a couple of ways that you can evaluate it there. The first one is when you're dealing with hyper-competitive markets, sometimes it's really good to go into another a channel or, or another platform to to secure traffic because your other competitors might not be playing there. They might not be bidding. They might not be investing the time or energy to even play there. It's shocking how few websites actually even deploy a Bing Webmaster account and uh, submit even their own sitemaps to Bing. And so it's crazy how few do that. And I've actually seen businesses just take that very mundane and basic task and materialize some rather legitimate and worthwhile traffic from it. So there is an audience there, but I would say that it, it is really the investment of time and energy into Bing is predicated on where you currently stand in your business model and the resources you have at your disposal to, to execute. Yeah, I think the thing to think about is 
if there are, what is it, 2 trillion searches in the U.S. market per year worldwide, and Bing owns 6% of the market, if I do the math right, I'm pretty sure that's like either 12 or 120 billion searches on Bing. It's a really big number. It's a big number. Right? And so to me, the thought of is Bing underestimated, not when you're comparing it to Google. No, it's a bloodbath. That race, you know, they've been lapped multiple times. But if, if you're a business that is operating at scale and you're thinking about my best performing marketing channel is Google, hands down, SEO is an important component to that. And I've done some social media advertising. I've done some PR. I've done some other channels. Well, how do you evaluate you know, uh, what is it, 120 billion, I'm sure I'm getting the number, 12 or 120 billion searches in Bing compared to how you would think about your LinkedIn advertising strategy. And then all of a sudden, maybe it becomes something that you should consider. Now, time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. How do you figure out porting over what you're doing on Google as opposed to creating separate strategies for Bing? Is there a lot of heavy lifting that goes into operating a Bing search campaign? Not necessarily. I haven't seen anyone like successfully just create a Bing only strategy. More often than not, replicating many of the same CTAs and many of the same linking structures perform quite well in Bing as, as well as in, in Google. So if it's working in Google, usually the, the common knowledge here is that it'll work in Bing. Now there's one caveat to this, and that is that you know, a lot of websites that might have, say, low-value content, right? So content that may not really be seemed suitable in terms of Google's quality guidelines, it might actually work in Bing. And I've seen that happen quite a bit. So it's not necessarily a Bing-specific strategy, but it might be more of like a content-specific strategy and, or, or content splitting between search engines. I'm sure there are good people, smart people, hardworking people that work on the big team. Yes, there are. But it sounds like, and I don't mean to be offensive to them, it sounds like if you've got a shitty website and Google is saying, your website sucks, we're not going to rank you, we don't think the quality of your content is very good, 
you can bring it over to Bing and they'd say, hey, content, we're happy to have you. <laughs> we'll take your garbage. Well, <laughs> you know, I want to be careful here. I don't necessarily think that that's a forever play. You can't just pump garbage into Bing and expect it to work forever. So let's be clear about that. I have seen sites get completely delisted from Bing or see them be devalued the same way that Google does with these quality rating situations. I say that there's a difference in terms of just garbage getting ported over into Bing and low quality. So like, let's just say you're a Q&A site and you've got a, a pool of questions and answers, or you only have a pool of questions that don't have answers. It might be worthwhile trying those in Bing to see if you can get active engagement on getting answers to those before you actually allow those to get indexed in Google. Sounds crazy, but it's not. And with Google, it might not really work well because Google's looking at it and says, hey, you're giving me a question, but when I look at the schema, there's, there's no answer. This is garbage. And so those are some of the things that like in terms of splitting hairs here, in terms of what it is that, that you might submit to, to Bing versus Google. Yeah. When I'm thinking through this, it's the large businesses that have incredible search coverage. Does Bing make sense? Yeah. There's billions of searches that are happening on Bing. And if you cover if you're eBay and you've got products for everything and you've got millions of pages, you should submit your content to Bing and you should have someone be monitoring the traffic from that website. That's right. Right. If you're Amazon, it makes sense. Right. If you're Wikipedia, for example, right, it is 6% of the world's search traffic. It's 6% of the United States' search traffic and 2% of the world's search traffic. That's a lot of traffic. Now, if you are a small company and you're looking for a competitive advantage, should you be focusing on Bing over Google? Hell no. That's a terrible idea. The, the volume isn't there and the users aren't there. Right, right. But I do think that there is a place in the world for focusing on this sort of second channel. And, and I'll go back to that other question that I had for you is it's a question of priorities. Should you be focusing on 6% of the U.S. search traffic? It depends how much work it's going to be. And it depends what the other channels you're comparing it to. If you know search is a really high performing channel, and you've got your content, you've been focusing on your content strategy and just got it super honed in, you know, maybe it makes sense to focus on Bing because all you're doing is replicating something you've already done. Now, Jordan, you mentioned submitting the sitemap as one of the ways that you're making sure that your content is getting ported over to Bing. Are there any other tactics or strategies that you recommend to get your content to Bing, but also to, you know, any other search engines? Yeah, I mean, there's a variety of different, like, very fundamental efforts that need to take place to make Bing successful. I mean, pointing the Bing crawler through your robots.txt file, but also having really good, clean structure that points to all the content you want Bing to access is, I know that that sounds wild, but like there are plays here where you may have things that you want Bing to, to access, excuse me, that you don't want Google or you do want Google to access it, but you don't want Bing to access it, right? So this whole concept of internationalization is a great one. There are a lot of players who won't submit international content to Bing, but will to Google because they know that that's where they're going to get their search traffic, but nobody in those specific countries are actually accessing Bing to find content. And so it's kind of being judicious also. Like if you're a big enterprise player and you have millions and millions and millions of pages, uh, Bing can't crawl at the same pace that Google can. 
And so it is really critical to be more mindful about that bandwidth scenario. Jordan, last question I have for you. That was a great answer talking about Bing and how to make sure that your content is there. There was some background noise while you were talking. Was that a toilet flush? No, it was not. It was my kids running around. So oh. they're playing in the backyard. It's a hot day in San Francisco. Hot so day in San Francisco. Everybody's running around. And just for the record, I know that might have sounded like a toilet flush, everyone in the background, but it was just somebody <laughs> opening the sliding door. It was the and, sliding door. Exactly. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> All right. That wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, SEO strategist and advisor to search metrics. We'd love to continue the conversation conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you could visit his website, which is jordancooney.com. J-O-R-D-A-N-K-O-E-N-E.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.